and welcome back to the Wrestling Wives Podcast. Future Mrs. Pitstain here. Uh, I know I haven't been on in a while. It's been, what, like a week? I have a guest star today. Um, that's who, yeah, that's who I'm talking to, Pitstain. Um, yeah, we've been busy. Yes, we've been so busy. Uh, we've had wrestling shows uh, that we'll talk a little bit more about later on um, in the podcast. Uh, IWA down in Indiana slash Kentucky. And we just have been pre- preparing for uh, other other shows coming up as well. Uh, my birthday is on the 6th. We have a big wrestling show coming uh, I'll give you more information on that. Not to mention tomorrow. End of the podcast. Yes, that one as well. I wanted to make that one a surprise, but yes, you ruined the surprise. Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you for uh, listening to me. If you are returning to my podcast, I appreciate all the fan support I can get. I have reached out to several different platforms, uh, Podbean, Buzzsprout, the one I'm on currently is still Anchor, but it is, uh, working with the software and, uh, instruments, I should say, that I'm using, uh, so... Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to do this once a week instead of twice a week because it's just been too busy to do twice a week and I feel like I would rather, until I get actually some other guests and uh, just show up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We were supposed to have Mo Foley on the show, the other half of the Foley brothers today, but I guess his life a little too busy right now to attend uh so we'll have to postpone that interview for a little bit later (laughs) uh, to hear his point of view but uh i have one part of the foley brothers pit stain so that's i was there too yeah (laughs) i was there um all lives matter yeah so um yeah, uh, I don't know if we want to start with uh, WFNW or if we want to... Pick up where we left off, I suppose. Okay, um, yeah, we left off with... Uh... Well, look who it is. Yeah, look who decided to show up. Um, Mo Foley is in the building, I guess. Busting on in. Share uh the mic is definitely projected enough to share a mic if you want to go grab another chair. Um, we're going to have to do some readjusting at the moment, but uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, we'll start with WFNW and then we'll end up going uh, and talking about where we just went and wrestled, but we'll go off of the last podcast. After talking about where they had wrestled before and then the creation of WFNW. So, um, welcome, Mo Foley. Did I throw off your show? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> you don't really need the headphones no. if, you, if okay. you don't want them. They're just for listening. 
Uh, pit stain, I think, has to go to work. Do we so. have to tag? Um, no tag. Tag I'm out. out. <laughs> tag out. I'm Bye, pit stain. All right. Until next time. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks all for being right, a guest all for a minute. Right, all, right. all right. Tagging in. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, welcome. What are we talking about? Uh, we're not actually we're not live right now. We're just recording, and then I have to edit it and yeah. figure out somehow to edit it. I downloaded uh, what's it called here. Audition, Adobe Audition, CC, as a, as a trial because it's a shit ton of money, um, and I don't know how to use any of it, and I don't know how to connect both speakers. It's just one speaker, and the one speaker accentuates my voice to a very loud rate, and it's terrible. Anyways, but... Um, Okay, so my first question for you is um, SmackDown or Raw? SmackDown or Raw? Yeah. Um, what's your what? Who do you usually side with, SmackDown or Raw? Do you? Well, I mean, it's it's the same thing, but obviously Monday Night Raw. Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. Is there a reason? Is there? Yeah, someone... it's Monday Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> Raw's what? You kidding me? All right, I figured that was like just like a simple basic question to start with i don't know right red or blue yeah yeah (laughs) starts off the chain of events um okay well anyways since you are um you are i don't i forgot what i was saying anyways let's do a different question when was the first time that you remember like really just enjoying wrestling and just watching wrestling and knowing that that was the moment where you're like I want to do that sometimes, or for a hobby, or do do something, be involved. Well, it's with hard wrestling. to pinpoint the exact moment, but it would either be either at my grandma's cottage, okay, um, something to do with Hulk Hogan, Sergeant Slaughter, right? Or it had to be maybe in the first house we lived in, the basement. Um, used to, you know, WCW or WWE. We didn't know the difference between WWF and WCW. Yeah. But I definitely remember. Ryan being Hulk Hogan, Kyle being Miss Elizabeth, <laughs> me being the Macho Man. There's four kids no, Kyle, in the family. And Kyle, no, <laughs> was Elizabeth, I think. And Kyle was, of course, Scary Sherry. Yeah. Sherry Martell, of course. Was so, it ever... Uh... And then we used to like just build a ring in the living room, so we'd go down in the basement and watch the shows, and between every match we would go up and we would have you know, our own show. Yeah, was it ever a mix match? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. mix match, or right. it wasn't was the mix. boys it was versus all mixed girls. Match. No, so. if, if not, okay. if, if not, it was like Brian smothering me with a couch. Pillows, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you were ahead of the game then, so um, you're already on top of that. You should have patented it back then in this match. Like, hey, girls and guys together, why not? Well, you know? Sherry Martell used to get in there with the boys all the time. So. All right. Yeah, um, so talk about more, uh, of your personal career. I know that you've wrestled by yourself, just like Pitt Stain's doing at the moment. Um, was it something that you wanted to pursue either by yourself or in a team, or was it just, you looked at it more as just a hobby? No, I never, I never really looked at it as something to pursue or a hobby. It just kind of happened. It just you know, happened. just naturally. It just, okay. It's just what we did. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. whether we were just in the backyard or in the, in the basement on mattresses. Just, yeah, the like the game you played, you know. Throwing each other in the mm-hmm. neighbor's, you know, house. And, I guess uh, that's you know. similar to like wood chips is now. Uh, when I go to 
work. I work at a childcare facility and, uh, well, it's an elementary school. I do after school childcare and there's this game called wood chips that apparently you're supposed to run around and touch the wood chips only three times or something. I have no idea what it is, but it's just, I guess the hottest game. Oh, wow. We used to, yeah, we there. used to just hit each other with chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's simple. Or, you know, some heads up, seven up. I remember that. No one remembers that sadly. Um, you know, it, you know, it started off with all of our, you know, our own characters. Eventually, we just stole other characters and became the WWE wrestlers. You know, what yeah. I mean? like we'd have hardcore matches where Ryan was Cactus Jack and I was the Road Dog, and we would just brawl through the through the yards, you know, and all the neighborhood kids would get into it. Yeah, because why not? That's just like something everyone can play and everyone can be their own person. I mean. What a better advocate for individuality than wrestling is. And you violence. Can just, and, and violence. <laughs> you can be an individual while you're being violent. Taking out that ruthless aggression. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, um, so I guess who would you say um, are some of the wrestlers that you maybe idolize or maybe that your style complements? It's so, it's so hard to to pinpoint specific wrestlers but like over the, over the years it obviously evolves like who you like the best who, who influences you the most but I mean I just remember as a kid obviously guys like Sergeant Slaughter Big Boss Man Jake the Snake yeah. Roberts yeah. Know, Macho Man The Warrior Undertaker um, even you know the Bushwhackers and the Rockers as tag teams and, or Demolition or Legion of Doom you know it's just it's hard to pinpoint because it's just like throughout your life somebody else you know it's like i don't know oh, who I'm came. Sure. i couldn't even tell you who came first andre the giant andre yeah. the giant obviously comes first you know but. and i'm sure it was different in every era right you and of know? course you get, it's like you get, one you era getting more this like guy's razor over. ramon and yeah. psycho sid and that kind of thing you know mm-hmm. obviously nwo dx you know keep it going yeah right um so yeah you said your initiative to start wf and WFNW, excuse me, is was just because y'all are well, yeah. family and we you're used just to, like, Let's We used to have it. our own promotions in the backyard, like I said, which eventually just evolved into us imitating what was on TV. Um, but for sure, WFNW came around through the Wicked Wisconsin um, movement, obviously for music promotion, but of course, obviously, like. JCW and St. Clampas, you know, all those guys did their own wrestling mm-hmm. show, and of course, we would go out to the shows and see Corp and, you know, Weed Man and yeah, all I those think... guys doing their thing nonstop. And we just realized, like, we should definitely have wrestling shows at our music shows because why not? The people want to get all amped up, <laughs> you know, it's fun. To some wicked shit, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah absolutely. Give a little violence and get them going. Yeah, and this is, would you consider WFNW hardcore? Yeah, it's an, it was a no disqualification promotion hardcore. from the beginning. There's never been rules, you know. So it's more. I mean, obviously, it's more of like a an ECW, JCW, like yeah, yeah, promotion. You know what, what I mean? I've, what I've read from said, other people have you know said what they want to say, calling it yarders with a budget and all that. And we played off that before, you know. But, yeah. But mm-hmm. eventually, you know, from the very start of WFNW, we've had such huge names that have made appearances on top of you know us. 
evolving over time as well, you know. I would say that's um, both technical and hardcore wrestling, though, because... Well, for sure. I mean, it, it there's there's no rules, so yeah. any time a chair shot could happen and no one's going to get disqualified. We didn't do count outs. We didn't do anything. We just did straight pinfall, submission, knockout. That's pretty yeah. much the only way to win. And it's just a more amped up version, you know, a little less rules, a little less... Uh, for the refs to have to do, yeah, and to mess no, up, no, absolutely, so, I mean, definitely. Obviously, we've been so lucky to ha- work with a lot of really awesome refs, like, uh, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. I the mean, the whole show, you know, and, it yeah. Together. Um. So, where do you see yourself in five, six years with wrestling? Do you do you plan on continue wrestling with pit stain or um, taking? a break and doing something else for a while or just doing it here and there or I don't know I, don't know. I, guess. I guess I don't really you think don't really about know. that at all I just kind of go with it so let's see where it leads that's you fair know. yeah I don't definitely. Ever, I have any injuries or anything like that luckily yeah. I've never been like you know super injured I don't Seriously know I feel like I, I feel like I must have broken some bones I got some crooked bones and weird <laughs> nothing like, chips awful and, though and like cracked skulls and that kind of thing but nothing nothing that ever stopped me you know, yeah. you know what I mean in this last uh um we went down to um, what was it I what was it I, IWA in Indiana uh someone did a line salt right and Pogo, I don't know if that's that's definitely probably not a proper term. Pogoed themselves on the person's chest. Oh wow! It was not good. It was just the ropes were really thin, so maybe that could have been. So you landed more on the back of his head or in the front of his head? Um, top, straight on the top. Like it was almost straight on the top. I feel oh, so it was just like right into his chest, like heart death punch yeah. with his forehead. <laughs> I mean, I, I it never, didn't go this way though. Never, yeah, like, I never want to land on my head. You know what I mean? But I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather land on the back of my head. I, I suppose. I feel like maybe he, if the he would have your head and your head snapped, back bumped style, it, it would have been there. just, it would have worked out fine if he would have just been like, boom, back bump. Because as soon as he hit the if ropes, I saw it where it's like, I he wasn't. Oh, I've seen, I've seen Pitstain do that same botch though, mm-hmm. off the top, like with moon salts or. Random. Oh yeah. Pretty rare. It terrifies me every every time he does things. You know, the like first that. time he ever did that when we were in the ring um, at the gathering of the Juggalos, he totally came off the top rope with the moonsault landed on the back of his head. The whole crowd thought he was dead. So first thing I did was I picked him up and I spiked him with a DDT. <laughs> yeah. Similar wild. situation just happened on what was it? Uh, SmackDown. Or right. uh, no, it was on. Was it Raw or SmackDown? I have such a hard time keeping them uh separate and who's with who but when brie bella hmm. was given her yes kicks to live morgan oh, her right in the face huh? knocked her out yeah, she that. has a concussion now that was one of the only parts i actually saw but me. i feel everyone's given her f- like flack about it you know online being like you know oh she's a technical hazard we need to get the bella twins out of here i don't think well that's... i mean Liv Morgan, come on, she's got a beautiful face. She did drop her chin a little bit. You know what I mean? You yeah. want to, you want to keep. I just keep feel like it accidents happen when yeah, you do athletics, sure. you know, or when you do entertainment. When I you think you do... could even tell, maybe even by Bria's Brie Bella's reaction, that she kind of was like, "Oops, well, gotta keep going." Oh yeah, I read online that she had 
noticed that something was wrong and that's I noticed it right away because she grabbed her head and I'm like she's clearly talking to her mm-hmm. like why are you doing this and then dragged her over to her own corner <laughs> and then dragged her over the corner and shoved her out but like I don't know she's fine she has a concussion there's no hard feelings I just wish other people would get over it I mean uh, you yeah, know. I haven't heard any of that I don't not to bring in gender issues, but I feel like if it was a guy hurting another guy, they would have been like, uh, you know, like, that sucks, but it happens. It's just but more comical when a guy like gets a, hit in the face, right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Everyone laughed when Cesaro, like, shoved his teeth through his face. Um, yeah. Um, I guess my other and only other question I have for you is, uh, what is your opinion on wrestling today and what era, which there's quite a few of them, what I've wow, researched, is your favorite? <laughs> there's oh. so many. There's Golden, New Generation, Attitude, Alliance, NWO, Ruthless Aggression, MITB, Return of ECW, Universe, NXT, Reality, and W. On all the different territories, all the different promotions, all the different parts of the world. Um, There's, I mean, there is really great wrestling everywhere in the world, and when it all melds together, it's pretty spectacular, you know? It's probably the best show in the world for any sort of entertainment, you know? It is... It is entertainment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and From it's breaking boundaries. Yeah, definitely being every um, every category of entertainment. Is yeah, and every era has set that up um, to what it is. I just you know today, I mean, obviously, I feel. obviously during the Monday Night Wars and the that like ECW's prime, like obviously that was when. We were just so into it, but now it's, it's, I mean, it's amazing. All the best indie wrestlers in the world are all migrating to like the same areas, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and new know, Japan WWE is just, just buying everybody out. They're just making more money on shows that aren't even WrestleMania, you know, so they can just afford to take everybody, Yeah. which leaves more room for guys on indie shows, which is pretty awesome. So, I mean, if you really look at it as incredible as all those other areas out right now is probably just prime the most you know it's the most it's the era of you know like doing whatever especially with the internet just imagine if even the golden era had internet or just more than just local Mm -hmm. you know television deals and whatnot right yeah me and pitstein were talking about earlier about how uh how it's changed from these like gimmicks that were just nuts you know, like showy, flashy, you know, not a yeah, whole lot of technical that little, stuff. That little but cartoon, just... like dumpster, yeah. plumber kind mm-hmm. of thing. Well, you know, and then Vince always seems to kind of go back to that. Like, if he, you know. Like, See, I think nowadays. He varies away from it because, because other promotions push him into having to be more, like, realistic and more, you know, yeah. more violent than he probably ever expected WWE to, to get, you know. Um, it's almost like he would have rather always had that cartoon, that Hulk Hogan, like John Cena yeah. type of cartoony. Well, that's like fun. You know? I don't know. Like I well, love Naomi. For, I for, love the it's for the kids. Too. It's for the family. It's for all ages. You know but I mean? understand. But you understand how Stone Cold Steve Austin. How terrible uh, it can be. Giving, though. 
Linda McMahon the worst stunner of all time, regardless. <laughs> but I mean, if it, you know, just watching Bubba Ray Dudley powerbomb an old woman through a table, yeah, isn't gonna go over, you know, no, with little girls today. You know what I mean? So I mean, a lot of I nothing. I don't Bailey's like fans the women. Uh, that's a whole different topic. The women or that attitude era that's that would never go over nowadays because now it's all about women being powerful and just like now the characters are more like i want to relate to you a different type of hero you know like i want to be able to relate to you and be like wow you know like this is like charlotte like you know almost she's almost the all-american woman you know that's how i see her at least there are gimmicks uh obviously alexa bliss has like um, Harley Quinn-ish, I feel like maybe that's where, um, the idea came from, because it was from WWE, not from her, but she started off in some glittery thing I didn't even know well, I watched the you thing know, on W, uh, When I was in Orlando, and, and I talked to Alexa Bliss, she actually, you know, we talked for like a half hour about, about the different outfits that she personally goes out and makes, so it's not like WWE, like, gives her that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she gave herself that, like, so when she did the Freddy Krueger gear, that yeah. was actually, like, her seamstress, seamstress that she gave the the outline to of what she oh, wanted. Oh, absolutely, got it back. yeah. So even that Harley she has Quinn some, stuff is actually, yeah, it's input her, in it. it's, it's what she wanted to do. You know but I, I remember mean? even watching on Total Divas, just, like, Naomi, you know, wanting to start her glow and she had, had an entrance and everything and say, you know, right. yeah but she had to go through flack for that and i feel like you know that's an awesome well i think anytime you, anytime you really you know you want your own direction you have to put it out there and you kind of have to take it and you have to like you have to show them that it works because yeah. they won't give you anything exactly you know what i mean mm-hmm. they would never have ever given her the glow yes. if she didn't push it and go for it you yeah know I mean? no definitely um i do not like uh no way jose no offense <laughs> he's probably a pretty nice guy but the whole gimmick it like literally it's like early 1980s i just man dancing i can't even i can't even sit through it it just totally turns me off the whole i, I don't even think i've ever seen him wrestle the whole Rose it was just him repeated yeah time and time again they just want someone to dance they want brodus clay to do a little <laughs> dance number <laughs> i was like that at first with elias but it's like at least elias can play a guitar and like sing and, he works. He works and it's really not good. so much where it's like you know, we're overwhelming where you're like, all right, that's enough. And like, he's actually a really good wrestler. So, um, yeah, that's, um, I don't know where we would transition from that. Um, let's see. I'm hopefully going to be editing this out. Otherwise you're going to just, no, it's all good. I'm just my... wondering where you got this white claw and why I don't know. Oh, <laughs> from next door. Ryan brought it over, yeah. yeah next time, next there time is beer in the booze. Yeah, there's uh, some mics. Lemonade in the fridge. In the fridge. We're in the nursery right now. That's where my studio is right now because that's where the best sound is. And um, it's just the newest room in our house and has the most space. And I don't know. I, I've i tried several other places. It's kind of frustrating. Well, well, you know, you asked me some questions. Um, 
where you started off was WF and W. Like, where did we start that? 2010, right? 2010. Yeah, it's that? Bobby Rocks in Burlington, you know? Oh, Bobby Rockets, yeah. yeah. It was. I mean, it was a pretty incredible show. We had Jeff the Drunk from Howard Stern Show. Uh, showed up late, but he was supposed to be the guest referee for the main event. But he was there. Yeah. Cutting his drunk promos, you know? <laughs> of course, you know, we had the legendary Bull Payne, who was one of the Texas Hangmen, which is incredible to have okay. on the show. You know, going again up against... The weed man who was the future JCW champion at the time. And of course, we had the current JCW champion, Corporal Robinson, when he was just, yeah. just killing it. I've heard his a prime, lot about him. His prime <laughs> of the JWO era there for JCW, you know? Yeah. And of course, he was going against the the uh, actual current death deathmatch tournament winner, which was Scotty Vortex at the time. So that was like an incredible main event. You know, yeah, um, no, absolutely. Especially for that time period. And, you know, Petey Williams was on the show. Zach Gowan was on the show. Okay. You know, the, the haters, Vito and Polly were on the show. Um, See, I'm not totally had, familiar with all the, those names. The current Some ICW of them Midwest champion was there. Familiar. You know, we had, for, for a starter show, it was pretty incredible. And we even had that 30, 40 man horrible Royal Rumble, which was actually had... <laughs> brilliant moments mixed with just people who no this is on youtube i'd imagine well no i hope you wouldn't look that up on youtube because there's better edits of it yeah edits of it where you'll find just the worst parts of it but i mean it was pretty incredible madman pondo made his uh his debut showed up out of nowhere cracked me in the head with a stop sign uh pit stain eliminated him from the rumble becoming the first ever wicked effing wrestling champion of course there has only been a few and it's been years so i mean um, that, that championship, you know, once uh, somebody gets it, they keep it, you know? So yeah. it's not just one of those titles where people just switch every other show, you know? It's been Pitstain, it's been The Hater, it's been Pitstain, it's been JP. <laughs> so, you know? Oh, and, and JP. Both JP and Hater and Pitstain all held that title for over a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, how many years later? Eight, eight years since the first show, and we've had three heavyweight champions. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. Granted, uh, we need to keep that granted, shit some going. Of, some man. of these, it's some like... of these winners have become a little bit of a Brock Lesnar title reign <laughs> on the winners, of course. But... Yeah, yeah. I need to do more research on some of these people. We like to do I... outside shows, obviously, but you know, uh, the last couple of seasons we did inside were pretty awesome. So. Yeah, yeah. We did do uh, a show. A uh, couple times, I think it was at Thumbs Up, a bar in Thumbs like up. Geneva. Yeah, I probably had about eight or nine. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, that was obviously a great show that we, that uh, is a local bar that attracts a lot of people from all ages, and because we are so close to Illinois and Chicago, we usually get a lot of people out of town, and I mean, that's great publicity, then it comes back to wherever they uh, wrestle or whoever they talk to that wrestles in that area, and then that's how your name spreads, so that's awesome. Uh, I hope that WFNW uh, has a show, has more shows. Has a show soon? You want one? Yeah, I want. I, <laughs> I mean, I. Yeah, right. Um, I I love those shows. Some of them are a bit brutal because of the hardcore. Ryan didn't fill me in on the fun facts before, Ooh. so uh, I was a little bit. Uh, Little kendo stick, little plastic Holy cork, glass, shit. fire. Yeah, one time, I mean, one of the most brutal things the one time was um, 
the, when the yeah, kid, that's a good kid, question. What's kid, your most brutal? That kid's shorts like melted to his thigh. Oh, they, okay. So that's the most brutal to, thing they you saw. To, like the rag that was on the chair on fire. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's the most luckily, brutal luckily, thing that you've done? I think luckily one of the Thomas was there to pour a little water on the kid. You know, <laughs> he still had to pick plastic out of his ass. Oh, um, I'm sure. And then the other time, the other, the other, um, the other young young guy. Uh, did the barrel roll into the glass tubes in the corner and filleted a big chunk out of his back. Ooh, it was pretty brutal, you know. Those glass tubes. You had to super glue it shut for him. And, awful. You know. I don't I don't know. I don't know how I could do that. At the show we were just at in IWA, there's a woman wrestler who had just done a bunch of hardcore matches and she simply said to Pitstain as uh, he asked her how she was feeling mm. and she just said I hurt everywhere. I know that, you know. It hurts a a lot more the next day. It's a big rush when you're doing it, you know. It's a big rush. Yeah, I can't imagine. She looks sore. Of course, every time going into one of those matches, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to stay away from those things. I'm going to get these things. I'm going to use this. I'm going to use that. Use that before it gets used on me. And here we go, here we go. All the hard things on other people. I always end up, and I never plan it, but I always end up in a pile of barbed wire like where did this even when did this even get in the match i don't even know it just always happens to me it's like, just it was, not it was just like left over from there. another match i just get tangled in it i don't know what happens but i always end up just running into barbed wire and i never planned on someone using it. twin magic you no. and came out as barbed wire no. <laughs> what was the most brutal injury that you've endured from hardcore wrestling that oh. you remember um, I guess that was notable well, any re- in your mind. I mean, any wrestling, I, I once did a moonsault, and all my toes ended up being just black. Ugh. So every toe, yeah. I had to crawl for a couple weeks there. But, I mean, nothing broke there, so, I mean, that's not so bad. Um, I don't know if breaking something is as worse as just, like... Well, I mean, I'd, I'd rather it not break. Burning. <laughs> or, yeah, well, yeah, um, of course. Break. But, like, um, burning or, like... Yeah, no, fire, uh, I've, done, I've done the mouse traps, I've done the thumbtacks in the head. Thumbtacks you know. are pretty bad, yeah. Um, no, they're, they're not that bad, they're, they're easy, because they pop out. Obviously, I'm not going to underplay thumbtacks, because it's, it's yeah. crazy, it's yeah. super crazy. <laughs> but it, I'm just saying, I would rather yeah. get thumbtacks than, like, a staple, you know, because those sometimes fold in, or they just... Yeah, those are not fun more, either. I mean, um, I just would prefer not for people not to harm me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but props I've to you guys. Uh, Sammy Callahan once put the skewer in my head, which um, was a little more like shocking than anything. Most of yeah. it's just shocking, you know, like the glass. It's like, uh, obviously the next day, it's it's super painful. It's rough, you know what I mean? yeah. But like in, when you are in, have that much energy and that much of a Adrenaline, going, hell yeah. I can so. only imagine. I would be just going crazy. I, I want to say the fish hook under the ring that I didn't know was there. The guy got through my finger and I had to rip, Ooh. I had to rip out like it was a piercing. It was pretty yeah. brutal. In the moment, it hurt a lot, <laughs> like a lot. Oh, I can I only had, like, imagine. That's just, the just worst. my finger. It's like, oh, it's just my finger. It's like, what was the most brutal thing that ever happened to you? Your I had a finger. little, I had my finger pierced. <laughs> oh no, yeah, it was, yeah, it was brutal. That's the worst though. Your fingertips have. The most well, it was most it was most brutal because I knew I was trapped. Yeah, where I had to. Just you just had to do rip it. Myself it was a saw predicament. Yeah, absolutely. I had no choice. <laughs> otherwise, I was just gonna get keep getting hit in the back with a chair. So it was all right. The crowd didn't understand. They were like, "Why is he trapped there?" And I was like, "Ah, uh, fish hook." <laughs> See, I'm glad you've like specified because when I hear fish hook, I think of like the finger. No, in the yeah, no, no, no. I'm imagine. talking like an actual. <laughs> 
Wrong. Fish Which hook I would prefer finger. that over someone's finger in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on Let's who's talk about finger. comparisons. Oh boy, yeah. Um, I don't want anyone's finger in my mouth to be honest. Yeah, no, I've done, I've done everything. <laughs> cage matches, the casket matches. Like I said, I've yeah. been thrown on fire. I've been thrown into barbed wire. I've been thrown on thumbtacks. I've, um, you know, all the fun I had, stuff. I had a, a shit stain drop, what thirty feet out of the lighting rafters onto my chest. Yeah, and, that's what we talked about at the last episode about uh, pit stains fun new nickname in the drop that uh he actually just got recognized from someone down in iwa he oh, yeah. came and saw him he was they like see him over on ridiculousness or just they no they he, was the at, he was video. there he was there at the gathering yeah of the, the gathering of the juggalos to yeah. see it props and... to uh, props to luke hadley for catching that too. yeah got, i mean everyone everyone got angles but luke hadley is obviously the most you know known that's also on youtube uh, and like i said in the last episode uh it's on i think what did i say season nine episode 19 of ridiculousness he was on um the pit stain drop and then mo foley was the recipient yeah they call him the um like the stage dive champion or something like that so it's actually funny because on ridiculousness when you when you're watching it yeah. it's almost as if people think he just like body Splashed, you know, like, like he just did it to onto, nothing onto the yeah. stage that people were like performing on. But I mean, obviously, it was on, yeah, onto me. Which exactly, is both predicaments are worse. <laughs> which is even crazier <laughs> than I was, you know, like, you're years. either gonna break yourself or you're gonna break yourself and someone else. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty thankful I didn't take an elbow or a knee to the to the face because I think that would have. Been I feel like anything but. Like just straight, just straight down chest to chest would have oh, been a terrible thing. Oh, I mean, it it definitely for the next week I felt like there was an elephant on my chest. Just yeah, from it. Like, you it probably definitely had some bruised intercostal ribs or something like that. It's takes a lot. It takes a toll on you. I mean, I can't imagine. It's like I'm sure you have your aches and pains from doing different things and over and over finally, again. Finally, I was yeah. able to convince Pitstain to wear knee pads. Yeah. Now he gets it. Right? I don't know why you wouldn't. Years later, he finally gets it. I don't it. understand how you'd be able to even... I mean, it's like, don't get me wrong, when you're in the ring, I've taken bumps and stuff. It's not terrible, mm-hmm. but if you're doing it all the time over and over again for, you know, days, it's like, that adds up. Right. Yeah, you know, and it's hard to imagine because it's like, obviously in pro wrestling... It's an art form. It's a, like it's an amazing um, experience, you know. And you're working hard at selling the show, right? Yeah. But what hurts the most makes you want to pop up, like oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's like you could you could take some like perfect power bomb and be dead and like really put the guy over, right? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. you could land wrong on the back of your head into a pile of barbed wire, pop up like a superhuman and run around like, in circles right. and then realize, oops, I should have played dead. You know, yeah. it's just the something about, kind of it's something about like the most pain makes you almost like pop up like a chicken without, without your head, you know? Yeah. I can only imagine just being in that rush of, um, wrestling with someone and taking a big move and just, you know, wanting to just be like 
getting back at it, but you need to sell it. Well, some, I mean, you know, you know, some people are just so easy to work with and everything's just so like yeah. perfect and you just really can feel each other's like, you know, next move. You can vibe that. with each other. But then absolutely. I, but don't get me wrong. I've been in there with people who have either no, no idea what they were doing. I'm sure there was times when people felt like I had no idea what I was doing, you know? Or they so have just, a lot, like that's similar to, you know, when I, I played soccer in college and I could... Yeah, I was a striker, and I could have another striker who was exceptional and be wonderful on the field and score a lot of goals and be awesome, but couldn't work with other people. And when you're in the game of soccer, it's like you want to move the ball up the field. That's never going to happen when you just have one person. It just does. It's you're not in elementary school. It won't work that way. You need. Uh, to have that person to oh, vibe with and absolutely the know the body language and you're almost thrown and off. That, you know, and that, and that's not just individuals in a match. It's not just the ref. It's the whole show. Obviously, if you're in the opening match, you're not going to have the same type of match as if you were in the main event. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's the one thing is it's like to, to sometimes to know where you are on the show too. It's like, I'm not going to pull out all the stops if I'm, you know, like the the second match or yeah. like the match after intermission, I'm right. bringing them back into the show. I'm setting it up. You know, yeah, so. it's all about placement uh, and knowing what your surroundings yeah. are and what comes before and what comes after, and just I don't know, know your knowing your place. Like with any other, you know, entertainment, sports, anything, you have to know where you are. You have to know where everyone else is, and you have to put that together and make something happen. Well, um, I think we should wrap it up. Uh, this is, yeah, this is, uh, I think my fourth or my fifth podcast. Not a whole lot. I want to thank some of, I can't remember if I mentioned them or not. Some of the podcasters who are already established that checked out my podcast and, uh, contacted me on Twitter or other forums, uh, ringside podcast and, can crushers podcast i took a listen to your podcast and i think it's uh, a great podcast for learning material and technical terms and all that stuff that i'm not too familiar with because i didn't grow up watching wrestling for the most part a lot of my cousins and family members in Florida are diehard wrestling fans. Uh, I watched, what was it called? Celebrity Deathmatch when I was younger, the claymation. I remember sneaking with my cousin because he wasn't allowed to watch. So when you think of Stone Cold Steve Austin, you think of a chunk of clay? (laughs) Basically. Basically. Yeah. Um, I'm doing more research every day. For me, it's all ringmaster. Yeah. Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. I've done my um, fair share of exploring on the network, and I don't know, I have went through, obviously, Total Bellas and Total Divas, like, in the blink of an eye. And then uh, the tattoos, what's that one called? Oh, gosh, there's... uh, Totally, I did not write it down, but... um, all, any of the wrestlers talking about whatever tattoos they have and they're symbolizing um what is the other one that I watched too I watched another one oh the ride along yeah you like um, you like the yeah. reality shows on the network and all that 
Yeah. I mean, I've watched documentaries, too. I watched... Actually, I thought Jake the Snake. That one was really interesting and how he's gotten to DDP yoga now and totally changed his life around from being what a drug addict speaking of ddp yoga it's gonna be out on the jericho cruise hashtag jericho cruise yeah right i wish no? um really? i wish i was going on the jericho cruise it's a little out of our budget it's a little out of budget um i have been signing up for the hot topic uh what's it called the sweepstakes or whatever i don't even know if those things are real and they just put it out there like you'll want a sweepstakes just kidding but anyways well thank you mofo cool. for being on the show wasn't trying to blow you off but i'll be back yeah i, I just, appreciate I, it it's been you know really hectic you know that yeah really crazy definitely i never let me sleep been so freaking stressed out that i can't even keep my mind straight between traveling and just everything going on and eventually we're going to get married speaking of traveling (laughs) the jericho cruise (laughs) married him oh yeah right wouldn't that be awesome who's gonna marry us on the jericho cruise how about that 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 was an option wasn't it (laughs) i think that's an option on the jericho marry you on the cruise they were looking for someone for him to marry that was gonna be one of the things i think so all right i would hit him up you might get you might get a free maybe he'll get you a a cheaper cruise uh, deal if you just I'd be like, can we just, like, hang on? There's just, like, two more people. Can you guys just get married in the Bahamas so I can go? (laughs) Right? A Um, early, but... Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, That was... It was nice being able to talk about from your perspective and hearing a little bit more about how pit stain... We didn't even scratch the surface. I know. We have so much more to cover. I have more notes and... There's more time for storytelling, but uh, I will link, hopefully I'll figure out how to link uh, the YouTube video again from the pit stain drop, the shit stain drop, whatever you want to call it, uh, as well as pit stains uh, wrestling dates page, uh, and then... I don't think you guys need a Foley Brothers page. That's what's missing. Uh, the next date for wrestling is actually tomorrow, the 26th. That's right. ICW at La about Pica. To be, about to be the five-time, Taking five-time on. ICW Tag Team Champions after tomorrow. Yeah, hey, taking on, what did he say, Bear Oso Kingdom. I don't know if that's correct at all. I am literally just... Oso and Hernandez of the Bear Kingdom. Okay. There we go. That's straightened out. That's uh, what I was wondering because I was a bit confused when I asked Pitstain who he was taking on and he just mentioned Bear Oso Kingdom and I didn't really... No offense to anybody in Chicago listening, but uh, we're going to give him the Rogers. (laughs) The Rogers treatment. All right, then. I'll have to also Google that because I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> the bear kingdom, the bears. Bears, Rogers. Oh, uh, you can. I obviously don't watch football. <laughs> I totally. I heard about people bitching about a tackle, but otherwise, I I don't really watch it. But yeah, uh, and then the next show after that is in October sixth, my birthday, uh, and that's Pow in Illinois. So. 
hopefully whoever is around and free and looking for something to do can come and check that out and celebrate and cheer on Pitstein. Yeah, maybe I should show up and give them something to celebrate. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm hopefully the next episode will be next week. Uh, if it's not, I'm sorry. Life gets busy. I do want to do a Halloween episode because I love Halloween and I don't really know how I can incorporate wrestling. Wrestling, like how I said that uh, with that, but uh, I'm gonna try and do a little research and hopefully it'll turn out. Halloween Havoc, <laughs> The Undertaker. I guess so. Chester I was Masters. just talking about how the, the under- Man. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, uh, Pitstein was definitely talking about different the characters. The backyard legend, Pumpkinhead. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. Well, thank you for tuning in or just uh, listening for the first time. I appreciate you guys listening to me and stay tuned for the next episode. Peace out, Girl Scout. <laughs>